Chambo, chambo kwana, Amerikani, nzuri sana. Hello and welcome to Dancing in the Discomfort Zone podcast. Today I'm bringing you the song that they sing around the top of Kilimanjaro and all the way up. Jumbo Jumbo Buana, welcome to our country. We're glad to have you here. Welcome to my podcast. I'm glad to have you here. Now you're asking yourself, why am I putting African music on the podcast? Well, I'm about to tell you, aren't you lucky? So here's the scoop. I'm launching this on December 19th. And if my calculations are correct and you're listening to it that week, I'm traveling to Kenya and Tanzania to have a little adventure. Me and two of my friends are going to do a safari and then we're going to climb Mount Kilimanjaro, 19,300 and something feet of glorious active volcano, though I'm told it's likely that we won't get a lava shower, which is good because, you know, lava, mm, not so good for the skin. Um, But in effort to continue dancing in the discomfort zone, living my message and embracing moments of discomfort that I can control so that I can thrive through the moments of discomfort that I can't control a little better is something that, you know, I, I seek out to do. You know, University of Michigan research found that when we do embrace discomfort and uncomfortable stuff like climbing Mount Kilimanjaro or having a difficult conversation with our spouse and trying to work on our relationship, or maybe it's entering a, you know, trying to go back to school or taking a class or trying axe throwing for the first time, whatever it is, that thing that, you know, is going to be uncomfortable at first, at least. It builds our muscles for dealing with discomfort, and it allows us to be better at it when we're hit with things that we can't control, like we get called into our boss's office for a difficult feedback session, or maybe we get laid off, or maybe there's a pandemic, or our neighbor gets sick and we don't want to. You know, I mean, all of these things that we need to deal with in life that we don't have any control over, the more we embrace discomfort the more we're able to deal with those things. And so for my 50th birthday celebration, that frankly doesn't start till, well, isn't officially happening until next July, uh, but I figured I'd spend the whole year celebrating because I survived for 50 years and that's enough of a surprise. Uh, We would go and do this Kilimanjaro thing. So um, just to give you a little estimation, we are leaving on December 25th. Merry Christmas to me. We are going to kick off and um, climb to 12,000 feet. And Kilimanjaro isn't like Everest where you have to have technical climbing skills. It's really just a steep hike. So we're going to be wearing hiking boots and, you know, just doing a steep hike. We'll hike up to 9,000 feet on the first day, 12,000 feet on the second day, 15,000 feet on the third day. And we sleep at what's called the Kibo Huts. And then at midnight, the next day or that same day, whatever, they wake us up and we start the final three or three mile climb up from 15,000 feet to 19,000 plus to Uhuru Peak. Now this, they start us at midnight. So we hit the peak at about sunrise. Now, if you do the math, that's three miles in six hours. Huh? 
A lot of people average will run between nine minute miles and 11 minute miles, which takes three miles, which means three miles takes about a half an hour ish. So we're going to do it in six hours. If this tells you how slow we will be going because there's so little oxygen up there, they make you go really, really slow. A, so you acclimate as you go and B, so that you don't overexert and require too much oxygen in your body right? The more oxygen your body needs and the less you take in, the more lightheaded and folly downy you get. <laughs> so I'm going to try to not get folly downy um, because, you know, at Kibo Hut, they'll do a check. And if you're not doing well and you have big headaches or you're feeling, you know, lightheaded or whatever, they'll be like, yeah, we're not taking you up to the summit. And apparently only about 65% of people who set out to summit Kilimanjaro actually summit Kilimanjaro. And so I've been training in all my gear. I did a 14,000 foot mountain in Colorado just to kind of see what that feels like. Um, I, my fitness is good. I'm ready for all of that. But I don't know on that day how my body is going to respond to the altitude. So assuming that we summit on the 28th of December around 6 or 7 a.m. Tanzania time, we will spend about 15 minutes taking pictures, jumping up and down, but not too rigorously because oxygen, uh, celebrating, hugging and taking pictures. And then literally 20 minutes later, we turn around and go back down <laughs> and we don't go down to 15,000 feet. We go down to 12,000 feet where we spent the night a couple nights ago. Um, so that's a really, really long day because they want to get us back down to where there's more oxygen. And then the last day we do the last uh, two legs that took us two legs to go up. We do the last one on that last day. So if all goes well, December 30th, we will have summited Mount Kilimanjaro and lived to tell the tale back in Moshi, which is the town at the base of Kilimanjaro, where we will be starting out. So while you are drinking your holiday grog and celebrating on dry land that's got a lot of oxygen, think of me <laughs> embracing discomfort. So you know a little bit about why I'm doing this. I love a good challenge. I love these two people that I'm going with. They're strong uh, fellow entrepreneur women who also turned 50 uh, during the pandemic. So they were like, we want to do over. Um, and, and I think it's going to be amazing to go up together to embrace this unknown of what will my body do with the altitude. This could go really badly. <laughs> Let's see. I'm doing everything I can control to, you know, to get there. We've got a guide who knows his stuff and has taken probably hundreds of groups up. So we've got a good chance, uh, but there is that level of unknown and we'll see what happens. So I'm very respectful of what we're doing. I'm very excited about what we're doing. And I'm excited to be living my message of dancing in the discomfort zone or climbing pole pole, as they say in Swahili, which means slowly, slowly, which also will be hard for me because I am not only a fast talker, but a fast liver. I tend to do things quickly, uh, move relative, not like run fast, but move relatively quickly in life. And so it's going to be a great mental exercise to slow down, to trust our guide, and uh, just take it one step at a time. So I hope you all have a fabulous holiday season. We've got some uh, more episodes lined up while I'm gone. We're going to talk about working in a toxic uh, work environment and how to lead through that with Candace May. And then we also have the absolutely brilliant Michelle Villalobos joining us for our first 
episode of 2023 to talk about dancing in the discomfort zone and some of the things you can do to make 2023 an amazing year. So thank you so much for sticking with us, for listening to Dancing in the Discomfort Zone podcast through all of its iterations. I wish you all a wonderful holiday, whatever holiday you celebrate. And I hope to see you some more and bring you some more amazing discomfort content in 2023. Thanks everybody. Have a fabulous rest of the year.